You're listening to Fan Holes, a podcast for fans by the fans. Secret Brothers. I have clinical. You guys are like wasting my time right now. Hey, baby. What's <laughs> going on? This is my microphone voice. <laughs> Where do you buy those at? I need one. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I didn't invent honorable mentions, mister. <laughs> I have a headset. It looks way cool. You should all be jealous. I, uh, we are. I'm with Mike on that one. I'm a woman! <laughs> it is our show. It's called Fan Holes, not, you know, what you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> We do a podcast? What the fuck? Smithers! Smithers! Yes, sir. Cease your dawdling and prepare my head stereophones. Fan Holes, the pop culture portable broadcast, is about to commence. I apologize, Mr. Burns, but the episode hasn't buffered fully yet. Perhaps if you were to spring for high-speed internet, things would proceed much faster? Pish push! I'll not spend one red cent on swifter internetworking. They could send their show by way of Napoleonic semaphore for all I care. Sir, your ironclad frugality is an inspiration to me. Yes, yes, enough of your fawning and fopping. Your sycophancy is beginning to grate. Now I want fanholes running this instant. Ah, oh, but sir, I said do it. So do it, do it, do it. Hey guys, welcome back. This is another exciting, awesome, fun-filled episode of Fanholes Podcast. And tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, we're going to be talking about The Simpsons. This is going to be an all-Simpsons podcast. Uh, we're going to be dealing with plenty of different topics, you know, what our favorite episodes are, what some of our favorite characters are, you know, when we kind of felt that Simpsons jumped the shark or when we might have lost interest in the series because it has been a, a long-running series for almost like 20 years now. And, uh, you know, so that's kind of maybe a, we're going someplace cold with that. And uh, finally, we're just going to kind of talk about the Simpsons video games that have been coming out uh, over the 20-year run. But uh, if anybody doesn't know about the Simpsons, they were created by Matt Groening, and the shorts were originally part of the Tracy Ullman show way back in 1987. And um, basically, uh, if everybody remembers, there was a, a Christmas special with Santa's Little Helper that that was uh, you know that aired in 1989. And then ever since then, uh, The Simpsons has been a, a staple of uh, you know Fox late night television, you know animated sitcommy goodness. So we'll just kind of go right into it, and uh, I guess we're going to talk about our favorite Simpsons episodes. So I guess this is just, you know, stuff that people really enjoy, you know, episodes that they really think stand out. Um, like I said, it's a, you know, it's a long-ass run. Uh, what has it been on for, like, 23 seasons now? Yeah, and I'm not easily impressed. Wow, a blue car! Yeah, I think this is season 23, okay, or yeah. possibly 24. I'm, yeah, I think, I'm, I, I actually... I think, what, the the last one? Is that going to be the last one, the 24, or... 
They... No, they they got renewed for another two seasons. Oh, okay, so okay. I, I really I really think it's gonna be like when one of the like principal voice actors like dies or something mm-hmm. that they'll finally stop. Okay. Really. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so Simpsons is still going on, and uh, so I guess we'll just talk about what our what our favorite episodes are. Um, I guess since since Mike is a big Simpsons fan, I guess I'll start off with him, and and you know, so we have we have nowhere to go but down after that, but um. We'll we'll just uh, we'll we'll start with Mike and see what some of his favorite uh, Simpsons episodes are. Okay, I I wrote down three. Uh, as always, I have more than one, and uh, you know this is really hard to like nail down for me because yeah, I am like I'm probably the biggest Simpsons fan like out of all of you guys, and you know I grew up with the show pretty much. My dad like recorded it for me like when it was back on like Thursday nights. You know, it's been on Sunday for, like, so long that people, like, sometimes forget that it, it used to be new episodes, like, on Thursday nights. Yeah, I was, so. I was the little bastard watching The Flash or The Cosby Show instead of The <laughs> Simpsons. So. Yeah, I remember when it was on Thursday nights. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's funny, because, like, my, my dad, like, initially watched it, and he was like, you know, Michael would like this show. It's pretty funny, you know? And, like, but, you know, there was still some, like, even, like, I, w- I must have been, like, five or six. So, he like, there was still some, like, objectionable material material you know so what he used to do is he used to like like futz up the tape in places where he didn't want me to hear a swear or you know some kind of reference and like when i'd he'd, he'd when i'd watch the tape i'd be like what's wrong here and he was like oh the tape just you know screwed up or something you know so it's like you know he he edit he made the effort to edit the simpsons for me for a long time which i always thought was pretty funny if only but, if uh, only he had that v chip you know he yeah exactly through all it's that like, trouble it's like low tech editing, but no, but in whatever case, um, I, I wrote down my three favorite episodes. Um, uh, maybe around when this cast is actually released, I'll have a list of top 10 favorite episodes on the blog spot. But for now I picked my top three. Um, my number one favorite episode, uh, is titled the cartridge family. And it's the one where Homer buys a gun and uh it's just uh it it's like i say and it's terrible but it's like never has gun violence been so funny just give me my gun sorry the law requires a five-day waiting period we've got to run a background check five days but i'm mad now yeah i'd kill you if i had my gun yeah well you don't it's just like the like casual way he like carries it around and he like he turns on the tv by shooting the by shooting it <laughs> And it, like he's just casually like you know, uh, you know it, it, I don't know it's just like uh, I didn't write any like specific moments down, but it, I remember that as being like you know uh, a laugh a second I guess. Uh, so many like you know the highest concentration of things that made me laugh like in a row, and uh, yeah, so that that one's my number one. And then, uh, what do you call it? My number two is an episode called Maggie Makes Three, which is uh, the flashback episode where uh, Homer, like, recounts to Bart and Lisa how Maggie was born. It's funny, you know, with the Simpsons, like, sliding time scale. It's like, you know, Bart and Lisa are like, how come we don't, like, remember this? This should have only been, like, a year ago or something. But, you know, it's it's kind of funny. But I picked that episode because it has probably my number one favorite moment in the Simpsons that, like, never fails to make me not laugh 
or never fails to make me laugh. I, I screwed that up somehow. But uh, it's the part where Homer like finds out that Maggie is coming, like Marge is pregnant, and he he just goes, "Our lives are ruined, ruined." I tells you, and then his head inflates like a balloon and explodes. And like the first time you see that, you're like, "What the hell just happened?" And like the first time I saw that, I was just dying. And then like it turns out like Bart was like telling the story, and like Marge is like, "Let your father finish." And, and Bart's like, "Well, I know funny." You know, and then like when it cuts ba- when it cuts back from the flashback, Homer still has no head, and he's like he's still like shaking his fists, and he's like we're doomed. And then you hear like Marge go, "Your father had a head," and like Homer's head like pops back up. And, uh, the first time I saw that, that was like I was like dying. That was like that's probably my like number one favorite moment from The Simpsons. And uh, finally. Um, my third favorite is an episode called uh, Homer Badman, and it's the one where Homer is accused of sexual harassment. And my my fun my favorite moment from this episode is when he goes on like that hard copy like ripoff, and like they they he does an interview with them, and then they like play it back and they edit it to make it like seem like like Homer really did like uh, sexually harass that woman. So it was like it's all, all like a bad editing job, and like you know he was talking about candy. In the initial edit, and and then when they edited it, he's like, I, I wish I had her sweet can, you know, and, and it's like, it's just stupid stuff, like, and when you watch the edit version, you see the clock in the background keep switching, like, to random times and stuff, and, and then, like, like they use a, like, a, a freeze frame of Homer's face, like, in the middle of, like, changing expression to, like, show, like, the, the, the interviewer's like, no, Mr. Simpson, don't take your rage out on me, no, like, but that that part always slays me too. And also, I love from that episode when they go to the candy convention, and like him and Marge are running away from all the people, and Homer gets a, a pack of pop rocks and like some Buzz Cola and makes a grenade out of it, and he throws it at the like incoming crowd of people, and it shows like Homer running in slow motion, and it, like the whole front of the candy convention explodes, and Homer like jumps at the camera in slow motion, like in every movie ever, where he's like, <laughs> but I don't know, those those are my top three favorite episodes. What what seasons were all those from? Like, I'm just curious because I probably haven't seen certain, you know, past a certain point, so I'm just kind of curious. I think the gun one is in the tenth season. Um, Maggie makes three is I think it's either seven or eight. And uh, the sexual harassment one is like yeah, like seven or six, I think. Okay, yeah. So so it's 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 kind of a wide range of different seasons and stuff. But yeah, uh, the the gun one is actually the latest one, and it's like my favorite episode, probably. Cool, cool. So we'll we'll move down on my 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 tree, my list. But uh, the next person on the docket is uh, is Justin. So uh, Mr. Barber, Doctor Professor, tell us. Uh, what are what are some of your favorite, or maybe you just have one favorite? I don't know, or honorable mentions. You know, what what's your favorite Simpsons episode? Um, I have two episodes I like to mention, but uh, um, kind of like Mike, um, while uh, my viewing of the, the Simpsons wasn't edited or anything, like I can remember like me and my dad watching the Simpsons when it first came on, and we we loved it. And then mom saw it, and she was like, I don't think you should be watching this. So, like, any time we were watching it, she was always kind of sitting there, like, disapproving and stuff. So uh, we continued to watch it, but still, like, it, it was kind of frowned upon for many years. So mom didn't 
didn't like The Simpsons. Yes, much like uh, Elvira, she disapproved of that. Uh, <laughs> I wonder why. I don't know. Um, but my all-time favorite episode, and it's one that we reference here quite frequently, it's the Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie Show. What's that name again? I forgot. <laughs> that, that that one always cracks me up. And, you know, if surely, uh, you know, everyone knows what it is. And if you don't know, it's, you know, the ratings of Itchy and Scratchy are declining. And in order to generate new interest, they create Poochie, voiced by Homer. And it's a huge bomb. It's like, you know, Poochie turns out to be like every early 90s like stereotype you know he's a hip-hop and surfing gangster <laughs> rapping you know sunglasses wearing bas- bicycle riding basketball slamming totally outrageous paradigm attitude <laughs> and he's totally in your face hey kids always recycle to the extreme busted Matt, Matt Groening said that like they wrote that episode in direct response to some of like the ridiculous like things like executives would like foist on them like pretty much your your executive character. Yeah, well, uh, there's always, yeah, there's always that guy there that's like this is gonna be great. We're gonna have a dog and he's gonna shoot hoops <laughs> and he's gonna wear glasses. You know, like well, one of my favorite lines aside from all the you know obvious Pucci stuff is. Uh, when uh, Homer and the voice actors of Poochie are at the comic book shop, and they're taking uh, questions from the audience, and that one kid is like – he's asking some technical question. He's like, you know, when the itchy struck the xylophone bones twice, it made two different sounds. Now, are we to believe huh, this is some magical xylophone? And Homer gets up, and he's like, uh, why would someone with a T-shirt that says genius at work? Uh, ask questions about a cartoon show, and he's like, "No, I withdraw my question." <laughs> like, I love that line. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I guess my second favorite episode is uh, Cape Fear, and uh, I-, I always love any episode with Sideshow Bob. Like, those are probably my favorite episodes where you have some kind of like re- reoccurring character. You know, kind of like the episodes where you know Krusty's in trouble, we gotta help him out, or you know, reunite with his son. Like, I like those, but. I like the ones with Sideshow Bob the best. This is the one where um, Sideshow Bob keeps sending letters to Bart, like saying, die, Bart, die, but they're written in blood. And he, he passes out from writing so many letters in blood. And they have to like <laughs> relocate to uh, uh, Terror Lake, I think. And uh, Sideshow Bob like up some stuff to the bottom of the car, and he keeps getting hit in the head by speed bumps, and then they like randomly drive through like a cactus patch and all this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of cinematic references in in Simpsons episodes. Like you know, it's like Robert Mitchum, or I guess to to uh, maybe even younger people, you know, Robert De Niro in in Cape Fear. You know, it's basically the same kind of you know outline or whatever. I love I love when I love when he appears before his parole board there, and they're like, "Don't you have a tattoo that says Die Bart Die?" And he's like, "No, that's German. It's Die Bart." And they're like, oh, no one who speaks German can be evil. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, my favorite gag from that is the, the sequence where he keeps hitting himself in the head with the rakes. Like, I don't know why, and some people might say that joke runs for way too long, but it, it cracked me up when I saw it as a kid. And to this day, like, I don't know, it was, for some reason watching Sideshow Bob getting hit in the head with the rakes for like three minutes just cracks me up. <laughs> and then, like, they... they 
they make reference to that like in a later episode where he yeah. like he gets hit in the head with a rake again and he's like rakes my eternal enemy yeah. and bart's like like i thought i was your eternal enemy and <laughs> sideshow bob's like uh i have a life outside of you bart i guess my favorite uh thing from that episode is the whole ending sequence where uh, you know Sacho Bob is like, I will grant you a final request, and Bart's request is for uh, Sacho Bob to do the entire score from the HMS Pinafore. So he had this great <laughs> sequence of like Sacho Bob doing all these great songs, like that. Like that sequence is great. I love that sequence. Cool. So, uh, so I, I think I think we're kind of secret brothers, Justin, because I, I really always like the itchy and scratchy and pushy show. And then I think uh, for mine, if if I I think the one that I thought of because I. I you know, I kind of went through a list, and I actually kind of came up with actually a lot of episodes that I I sort of remembered fondly, which I was surprised because I was like, oh, I, I was surprised I kind of remembered that many episodes or whatever. But I, I think the one that I like the most is uh, Flaming Moe's. Like, I don't know why, <laughs> like, that always just stood out to me, like, as a really good episode. Like, I like the whole thing of Homer, you know, he's like, oh, I invented this drink, and then, of course, Moe rips it off, and then it turns into this whole kind of, parody of Cheers in a way, you know, with the whole Sam and Diane thing. And I guess I was always a big fan of Cheers, so that was kind of funny to me to see, you know, kind of like this, uh, you know, this ugly kind of bartender guy instead of Ted Danson, you know, have the, the, the you know, Shelley Long relationship and that kind of thing. And so anyway, I, I was pretty amused by that. And so I, I'd probably say that that was my, you know, my favorite uh, Simpsons episode. Um, any other honorable mentions might be like, you know, Adam West showing up in Mr. Plow, and Mr. Plow's a pretty good episode, too, so. Yeah. I also like any time Leonard Nimoy, like, shows up. He shows up at least twice that I can think of. Now I'd like to turn things over to our Grand Marshal, Mr. Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> I'd say this vessel could do at least warp five. <laughs> <laughs> and let me say, may the force be with you. Do you even know who I am? I think I do. Weren't you one of the little rascals? Yeah, in the X-Files episode, I think, and then in the, the monorail, monorail episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, he, oh, when he's like, you know, when they're watching the eclipse on the train, and he's like, the cosmic ballet <laughs> continues. And the <laughs> yeah. guy next to him was like, does anyone want to trade seats? <laughs> <laughs> so how about you, Brian? I know, I know you said uh, to us before that you hadn't uh, uh, prepped too much for this because you're kind of, coming in feet first into the Simpsons podcast, but are, was there any episode you can think of off the top of your head that you, you know, that really stood out to you that you enjoyed? Um, well, yeah, I'd definitely say I'm Mike's antithesis to, on this show because where he's probably the biggest Simpsons fan. I'm probably the least, um, you know, big in the Simpsons out of you guys. Not that I don't like the show. It's just that I don't think I've watched it much since maybe about middle school, which was a long time ago for me. Um, but actually one of the, um, trying to think of favorite episodes, I'd resort more to, like, you know, what episodes do I remember anything about? Um, so, Monorail was one of them. And then, uh, I also, like, I barely remember anything about the rest of the episode, but I know there's one where it has, like, Ned riding around on, like, a roller coaster or something that's like, oh, no, it's not Ned, it's the pastor. See, that's how bad I am. And he's, like, fighting <laughs> like monkeys Reverend, or something. Reverend Lovejoy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Reverend Lovejoy, yeah. And he's fighting monkeys, and I think throwing out Planet of the Ape quotes, and I thought that was funny when I watched it. I, lo I a absolutely love when he goes, say your prayers, you heathen baboon. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Uh, sorry, I'm so short on this topic, but that's about all I could remember. No, 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 that's cool. Like, I, I, I know, like, for me, I, I'd say I'm kind of there with you just because I think the reason why I've seen as many Simpsons episodes as I have is due to uh, my roommate in college who was a religious sort of Simpsons fanatic. You know, he was the kind of guy who watched it every Sunday night and any time it was in syndication, you know, whether it was like 6.30 and then it played again at 7.30, if I was home, I would have seen the episodes. So I kind of realized, I was like, oh, I kind of vaguely remember a few episodes from season one and season two, but that was when, before I went to college. And then I, I started paying attention to the years, and I'm all, oh, what a coincidence. The years I went to college, like, and, and the few seasons before that where they were in syndication, I was like, I've seen every one of these, you know, episodes, because <laughs> obviously he had, you know, he had watched all of them, and, you know, obviously he really enjoyed it and stuff like that. So I just... I guess just through, you know, just by virtue of being there, you know, it all sort of, uh, I, I soaked it up like a sponge. So, but, um, but kind of after that point, I guess I didn't, so. By the way, Homer, what's your least favorite country? Italy or France? France. <laughs> Nobody ever says Italy. Uh, I'd just like to add, if Tony Chinkla could be here, I'm sure he would mention the episode, You Only Move Twice, but sadly, Tony drowned saving a family of four from a sinking battleship. <laughs> and it was an yes. alien battleship that's made of <laughs> Creo parts, right? I do still uh, I was, quote the like Homer line. Um, I think it's in an episode where like Bart's upset with Homer, so he's like hanging out with Mr. Burns, and he wants to be like adopted by Mr. Burns or something. And so like Homer goes to the uh, Burns's mansion, and Burns tells him, you know, like I suggest you leave. And then Bar- or Homer's like, or what? You'll you'll sick the dogs on me, or the bees, or the dogs that have bees in their mouth, and when they bark, they shoot bees at you. <laughs> like I just feel so bad today. Yeah. Uh... I was just going to add that, uh, Brian, the episode you were thinking of with Reverend Lovejoy was the one where Marge was the listen lady at the church, where she was, like, listening every everyone's problems, and, like, Reverend Lovejoy was feeling useless. That And the subplot in that episode was actually kind of infamous, was the Mr. Sparkle subplot. Oh. Where Homer, yeah. <laughs> where Homer Sparkle. found the... Yeah, the Japanese box of dishwashing <laughs> detergent. Yeah. That's a great sequence, yeah. too. You bringing that up, it brings back a lot of memories from that episode. Cool. So I think we all we all managed to cover some favorite episodes. So I guess we'll move it along to favorite Simpsons character. And I guess The Simpsons has a huge cast of supporting characters. I mean, obviously, the five main characters are the, you know, the family. It's, you know, Homer, Marge, Lisa, Bart, and Maggie. But... There, there's a whole town of Springfield, you know, USA that, that, you know, any of us could choose from. And, you know, it's a wide array of characters. So I guess I'll just do the same loop again, but uh, uh, start with Mike and, and find out what his uh, favorite Simpsons character is. Um, I've got a few, as always. Uh, I won't say much about them, but... Uh, I'd I'd say I love Krusty the Clown probably the best. Like any time like Krusty shows up, I just love his like total like I don't know lack of interest in like you know he's like a total like lazy like uh like schlub, but he's like so beloved by all these children and stuff. And I, I just like you know 
all the all the like you know he's so like shady and shifty like uh, i love like uh when like bart's watching him and he's like he's got that like uh government mandated lady like uh ms no means no on the tv with him and like he's like uh bart's like watching it and he's like i'm surprised he didn't try to blame it on his percodan addiction and crusty's like it wasn't my fault it was the percodan and now a word from our new sponsor percodan ah crap <laughs> I, I just love how like shady he is, and you know he's just kind of funny. Um, I like Mr. Burns. I like all, always when Mr. Burns makes some really outdated reference, and like everyone's like scratching their head, or or he calls something like like uh, something like uh, some really old fashioned name, like like he he'll, he'll be like I'm going to go take a bathiola. Like what the, I don't know. It's just that stuff. Like I love those like outdated references and stuff. I love Grandpa Simpson. You know, I love all like the old guys. It seems like death stalks you at every turn, Grandpa. Well, it does. Ah, there, there it is. Death. I love Grandpa's like all ran like rambling stories that go nowhere. Uh, I love, uh, I, I really liked that episode where, like, it was kind of like a Nick Fury thing with Grandpa, where him and, like, Bart go, like, uh, searching for some, like, lost, uh, treasure or Nazi gold or something, and, like, it's kind of like, a, it's like Abe Simpson and his howling commandos, and, like, he has all yeah. these flashbacks and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's a good episode. Um, I, I love, uh, Lenny and Carl, like, Homer's two, like, friends at the power plant, just cause, I, I don't know, it's like... You like you can't have one without the other. Like, uh, like it's kind of like Len- Lenny's like the funnier one, but like Carl's like the straight man. But they they always have like tons of good lines, and like I just I don't know. They, they, I love like they always have like sort of like in later seasons they have like this weird like ambiguously like gay thing between them where it's like uh like they're like uh they're they're like Bart once uh, paid us uh, like a, a million bucks to kiss each other. And like Carl's like, hey, did we ever get that money? But I don't know. I just think they're really funny. Um, I like uh, Fat and like as as guest stars. I like Fat Tony. Uh, he's always very amusing with all the mob references and all that. And and yeah, as Justin said, I like Sideshow Bob a lot too. Like he's always a treat whenever he appears. So. Cool. So that's it. Cool. No, no, no. We 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 come to expect many honorable mentions. So we're we're all ready. Um, I guess uh, Justin can carry on where you left off. Is there anybody on there that you're secret brothers with them on, or, or is there certain characters that are your favorites that haven't been mentioned yet? Um, like from the main cast, I'd say like I I would go with Homer as my favorite. Like Homer cracks me up no matter what he's doing. Like. Whatever kind of stupid scheme he's got, or whatever he's forgotten to do, or you know, whatever. Like I love Homer. Here are your messages. You have 30 minutes to move your car. You have 10 minutes. Your car has been impounded. Your car has been crushed into a cube. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Hello, Mr. Burns' office. Is it about my cube? Um, from like the reincurring cast, yes, I'd show Bob. I love. I also love Krusty and Mr. Burns. Um, I also like Chief Wiggum and Ralph, his son. Like they're, they're just so stupid. Like they crack me up, especially Ralph. You know, I mean, you never can tell like what kind of stupid thing like Ralph is going to say. Whether it's like go banana go. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Hi, Lisa. Hi, Super Nintendo Chalmers. Yeah, I, I love Ralph. Other characters, I 
I guess um, the Bee Man, the Bumblebee Man. Like I don't know what he's saying, but he always cracks me up. <laughs> Dios, as Mike would say. <laughs> Dios mio. Doesn't uh, he have like a whole episode where he's like, uh, I don't know, it's just. He's you know he's a Mexican actor and stuff. He's like really hard luck, and his family's all poor and stuff. That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. There is like one of those like episodes where like they have like the all the stories and stuff, and it kind of follows him for like a few minutes, and he like he goes to his house and he like describes all his troubles to his wife, and like then like all the stuff happens to him at his house too. Like yeah. he opens a cupboard and a bunch of oranges fall on him and stuff. <laughs> He's like, yeah. ay, caramba. That's what I'm thinking of. Los narajas, or whatever. Um, I also love the fat comic book guy, too. Like, he, he always cracks me up, especially, you know, since he is kind of a take on an obsessed fan, uh, whether it's, you know, trying to download a topless picture of Janeway on dial-up and it getting stuck, <laughs> like, right above her cleavage, or, you know, whether he's... <laughs> Whether he's asking Lucy Lawless some technical question about, you know, Xena, like, he he always cracks me up. When he's like, uh, hopefully this this new uh, website will help me get faster nudity. And there's like, I can't remember if if it's the movie or, or if it's an episode, but like, the world's about to end or Springfield's about to get destroyed. And he's like, he's walking down the street, like, he's eating tacos and he's reading a comic book. And he, he's like reading out loud. He's like, but Aquaman, you cannot marry, marry a surface woman. And I think there's like a rocket or something in it towards his face, and he's like, yeah. oh, I've wasted my life reading comic books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think what it is is in the movie, he, he has a similar line, but he adds, and it was worth it. I like when Stan Lee shows up at his shop, and he's like, you know, Stan Lee like insults him, and he's like, Stan Lee insulted me, but in Bizarro World, it means he likes me. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. I um I I guess for for mine like that, that somebody hasn't mentioned yet. I I really like Troy McClure. Like I mean he was he was played yeah. by the the late great Phil Hartman. But yeah. I always like the whole you know whether it's just infomercials or something where he's like Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such medical films as Alice Doesn't Live Anymore. And mommy, what's wrong with that man's face? You know, and he just kind of comes on and does his shtick like that was something that would always crack me up. And then I know, I know, my roommate would always crack up every time he came on too. So it was kind of like infectious, you know. Like he would come on, he would laugh, and I would laugh, and it'd be kind of funny. And like, of course, you, you know, you talk about the love for for Planet of the Apes too. Like, you know, it's like <laughs> I, I love the whole musical thing where it's yeah. you, know, you know the, the you know. Dr. Zayas musical and all that kind of stuff and how, you know, he's like, they finally made a monkey out of me. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I always like Troy McClure. I like when, like, his agent's like, huh, I got you a role in the musical for Planet of the Apes, and you are starring as the human. <laughs> and Troy McClure is like, it's the part I was born to play, baby. <laughs> How about you, Brian? What uh, is there anybody here that you're secret brothers with, or you got some some um, special favorite character that nobody's mentioned? Slight crossover. Um, as a as a kid, you know, is obviously Bart. You know, I had the posters, the T-shirts, and he seemed the coolest character on the show. Um, but you know, as I watched it and matured, maybe a little bit, um, I kind of grew to like Homer, kind of like Justin. Like Homer in the like beginning, kind of seemed like just full boron, like angry dad all the time but then eventually he morphed into like 
you know, this insanely stupid, hilarious character, and then that's when I started to like him a lot. Hello, my name is Mr. Burns. I believe you have a letter for me. Okay, Mr. Burns. Uh, what's your first name? I don't know. As far as, like, non-mainstream characters, I really like the salesman. I think his name's Gil. But, um, I don't know. He's really <laughs> yeah. funny. And, like, I remember one time he's trying to sell, like, Coleco um, computers or something. And, and that was funny to me because, you know, of the Coleco video game systems, you know, there's old crappy. And so him trying to, you know, uh, push these Coleco computers onto the school and sell a bunch of them is just really funny to me, so. Uh, and he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, well, you want to put these in there like a cooler because these things will burn right up. And he's like, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So it seems like we have a lot of good memories of favorite characters and, and favorite episodes that we like. But now uh, this is slightly someplace cold, I guess, you know, like maybe maybe, you know, you never lost interest in the show like Mike. But, uh, you know, for for us, this is just sort of a roundtable of. You know, when do you think Simpsons jumped the shark if you've been watching it this whole time? Or I guess it's kind of a slash, you know, when did you lose interest or stop watching? Smithies, I'm home. <laughs> what? Already? <laughs> yes. Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Well, it's about the same. Oh, look out, Smithers! <laughs> I love this show. So I guess, you know, I'll, I'll just talk about myself real quick and then go on to, to everybody else for this one. But kind of like I said before, like I was, I was basically influenced by, you know, the, the roommate I lived with at the time. So what I kind of noticed when I was looking through all the episodes was, you know, ev- everything from season one to about maybe season eight or nine looked really familiar because I was always watching it. And then, you know, there might've been a couple episodes like, you know, things that, that I joke with, with, with other friends. Cause we watched them together from maybe like season 11, like, or, you know, season five, like, you know, I, I always tell the story, you know, we always talking about, you know, remember Alf Pogs and stuff like that. And that comes from Bart sells his soul from season five or like, you know, one of the, jokes that I have with my friend is, you know, you know, China's still cool. You know, and it's like, what happened to you, China? You used to be cool, you know? And like, we just kind of, you know, interchange China with anything, you know, it'd be like, you know, what happened to you, Bendis? You used to be cool, you know, or just well, whatever it was, you know, like just something we could, you know, fill the blank in with. But, uh, you know, and that was season 11. But I guess, you know, for me, I kind of noticed like, oh, hey, you know, uh, I, I actually got my own apartment and, and, you know, the last year I was in, uh, you know, college up at uh, Loyola Marymount. And so that was around the, you know, the 98, 99 season was the last year I was rooming with the uh, the guy that uh, really loved The Simpsons. And so after that point, I was kind of like noticing, oh, you know what? None of these episode names and, and descriptions sound familiar to me at all. And it's probably because at that point, you know, nobody was, you know, basically there wasn't another person in the room that turned on The Simpsons all the time. And so I kind of, you know, I guess at that point, I guess I either lost interest or never had the the interest to to keep up with it, you know, after I sort of left that environment. So that's just me. But. Uh, what about you, Brian? Like, I know you said you kind of watched it in middle school. Like, can you kind of trace, like, what was it the early, you know, I'm assuming like me, it was kind of more the early seasons because it's been running for like, you know, 23 seasons now. So I'm sure you haven't seen any of the ones in the teens or anything like that. Yeah. Um, 
the last thing I probably saw was the the movie in the theater. It, but I remember when I first started watching, like, I don't know how we knew about it, but we knew that that Christmas um, special was going to be on. And we were, like, super excited, and, like, my whole family watched it and really enjoyed that. And I do remember some of the Tracy Ullman stuff, but I don't remember if I saw that, you know, before I'd ever seen The Simpsons or... I kind of remember seeing that, like, on plane rides for some reason. Like, I think they were showing, like, lots of episodes of Tracy Ullman on this one plane mm-hmm. ride I had to New York when I was younger. So I do remember, like, the, the kind of cruder animation that they had on the Tracy Ullman show. And, and kind of like what you're saying about how Homer was more of an angry dad. You know, it was like he was always just strangling Bart and and he talked he talked kind of like Walter Matthau back then he was like more like this you know yeah um and then like I I think I mentioned earlier it's not that I ever grew to hate the Simpsons it's just that I just slowly drifted away from watching it um as I progressed from like middle school into high school I know I was more busy and then like stuff like South Park came on and you know it just kind of blew my mind how far out there, like, South Park was. And, you know, in comparison, Simpsons was now pretty tame. So I think I just gravitated toward that more. And it, it seems, too, like, um, like I remember buying South Park VHS tapes with, like, three or four episodes on it. But I don't remember, like, back then ever seeing The Simpsons on, like, VHS or anything like that. So I, I don't know if it was available or not, but at least to me, it was easier to get, you know, stuff like South Park and watch it when I wanted to rather than remember, oh, you know, Thursday at 7, The Simpsons is going to be on, so I have to be home and watch it. You know, even now... I think it was more kind of institutionalized by that point, The Simpsons. You know, like it had been on for a long time. Like, I kind of remember, like, South Park being kind of like almost an underground thing where, you know, everybody at college is like, hey, did you see this show? And everybody's like, no. It's like, oh, check it out. I taped, like, you know five episodes off Comedy Central, and then the tape would get passed around, and everybody would be like, oh, this is some funny shit, you know, and then, you know, it, it was like whether you had cable, and, you know, at that point, we didn't have cable in the dorm rooms, you know, so it was like this big, you know, everybody was passing around tapes from, you know, wherever the hell they got them, you know, like that kind of thing, so. Yeah, it's it's really interesting you say that, because that's actually how, um, like, I first saw South Park, it was like one of my friends' um, brother from college came home with a tape of it, and, you know, he we got like seven or eight people together at his house and this, you know, college age dude just put put the tape. He's like, you guys got to check this out. And it was the um, aliens, you know, raping Cartman or they put a probe in his anus or whatever. That was the episode we watched. And so it's it's interesting that you kind of went through a similar. Yeah, yeah, because for, for me, it was funny because I was in a ceramics class. And then, like, we had to do things like make projects and stuff like that. And so one of my projects was to make a bunch of mugs. And then I just decided, oh, you know what? I'm going to draw these South Park dudes on the mugs, you know. So I made four mugs with all the different characters on it. But that was, like, before it was – it was not, like, huge. Like, it wasn't like they had a bunch of toys and marketing going on. This was, like, kind of in those days where people were passing around bootleg tapes and like you know basically the whole thing was you know basically how they got started how you know those two guys kind of you know passed around their own little 
you know, private tape to people. Mm -hmm. And then it got made into a show. Like it was almost like on the outskirts of that where, you know, it's like there, there wasn't anything. So I remember the, the teacher gave me a good grade because the, the cups were pretty well designed, but he was kind of like, what's this? Like, you know, <laughs> okay, whatever, you know, like he was just kind of like, he didn't know what it was or what to make of it. But yeah. So I, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Cause I, and I kind of see the correlation into like stopping watching Simpsons and moving on to something Something new or more edgy or hip or in your face, you know. It's right. Poochie, Poochie South might, Park was the Poochie, it, and I, yeah. I was sucked in. Yeah. So how about you, Justin? Um, do you have any, uh, you know, point in time where you can pinpoint where you either think the series jumped the shark or maybe you lost interest in watching? Or I, I don't think it ever jumped the shark. I think I just kind of like Brian, I just kind of drifted away like I barely remember watching the first episode with my dad you know like the Christmas special and ever since then we would always sit down and watch it and uh even like I would just sit down and watch it myself a lot of times but uh like for me Sunday was like you know you know they joke and say it's must see TV like for me Sunday was must see TV because I'd you know come home and watch The Simpsons and King of the Hill and then The X-Files and then after the X-Files went off, I, you know, I still had The Simpsons, but at some point I just kind of grew out of watching The Simpsons. And then I, like, I moved a bunch of times and I didn't have TV, so like when I actually had TV again, like I would watch it on occasion, but I don't know. Like, I mean, it was still funny, but I just it just wasn't the same. I don't know if I had grown older and that was the case or what, but um, like I've watched a few episodes of this season. And there have been a few episodes that, that I've really liked. Like, uh, there was an episode where Superintendent Chalmers, like, tried to get the kids interested in history. And he used uh, Teddy Roosevelt as an example, which Teddy Roosevelt's my favorite president. So uh, Bart, like, ends up getting, like, you know, really interested in, like, you know, Teddy Roosevelt and all this stuff. So I really liked that episode, but... I, I liked I liked that episode. I liked the okay. fact that all the bullies liked him because they were like, he said bully all the time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, like I said, it, it wasn't the fact that I thought the show jumped the shark or that it got, you know, terrible. Like, you know, I think a lot of people will say that The Simpsons isn't as funny as it used to be. Like, that's that's probably true. But I think kind of like what Brian's saying, it's it's not as edgy as it was. Like, I can remember, like, when The Simpsons was like, you know, the forbidden thing and you know you couldn't wear like an eat my shorts t-shirt to school and you know like parents and teachers thought it was horrible and then along comes south park and the simpsons looks kind of tame in regards so i think maybe that's what it is it kind of it kind of lost its leading edge as you know uh commentary on stuff like that and then now south park and i guess family guy you've got shows like that but i mean simpsons is still funny do you think like Family Guy had some kind of impact on the the style of humor, or do you think it's kind of the same? Like, mm, I think Family Guy is just kind of uh, the same, only like cruder, I guess. Like, I mean, we've talked about Family Guy before. Like, I I used to watch it fairly often, but now I like I don't even bother. Like, I used to watch the reruns and stuff on uh, Adult Swim, but. I don't even bother. Like the last thing I watched was that Star Wars special. That was just because it was a Star Wars special. But yeah. I I just don't bother with Family Guy anymore. It's just kind of like, oh, like you know, 
been there, done that, and so I don't know. It just seems like it's the same thing, but like The Simpsons, I can sit down and watch them like, huh, that's funny. Like, no, The Simpsons still makes me laugh. Yeah, it's interesting because I was trying to, because uh, I don't think I feel qualified to say when it jumped the shark. You know, I can tell people when I kind of, you know, fell out of interest with The Simpsons or whatever, but, you know, I don't, I don't know about, I haven't watched the show long enough and consistently enough to say, oh, it was really good up to season X, but, you know, after season X, it was never the same again or whatever, you know, like that kind of yeah. thing. But what's funny is I was looking at some of the episodes and stuff, and they all pinpoint, or at least when I was doing some reading, you know, before we did the, you know, started the show, they, they were all pinpointing the episode where the principal is not the principal or whatever. Oh, And like yeah, Martin, yeah. Martin Sheen shows up or whatever, and <laughs> it's supposed to be like the real principal skinner or whatever and so they all it seemed like there was all this kind of outrage over that episode i to be honest i probably never seen that episode and i was like what the hell is this and i just started reading it because i was just curious because you know i kind of was just looking up jump the shark and simpsons and like that episode kept mm. popping up you know on the google search when i did that and so like i i just thought that was kind of interesting that a lot of people kind of you know pinpointed as like this this is the blasphemous moment, you know, or whatever. You know, the <laughs> I, point I like that episode. I mean, I, I guess I can see why people would hate that episode. Um, but but I've always liked it. I never had a problem with it. I mean, well, it seemed, it seemed like it was polarizing to a lot of people because you yeah. got like Matt Groening saying, "Oh, that episode's no good," and then you've got the guy <laughs> who who wrote it going, "Oh, it's the best thing I've ever written." You know, it's basically like <laughs> yeah. him going, "Look." You know, it's about a bunch of people that you know get used to a certain way of life and a certain person and how they interact and all this other stuff. And then when it's changed, they get outraged and freak out. It's like, well, what's the audience doing? This is the exact same thing. You know, they're going, oh, my God, you changed Skinner. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, well, it's like, funny uh, because like that that episode ends with them like tying up the, 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 the quote unquote real principal Skinner and putting him on a train and like sending him out of town. <laughs> and then they get a judge to come in and like swear this shall you, you know, the, to the, the fake principal Skinner from this day forward, you will be principal Skinner and you will be entitled to everything. Uh, you know, the real principal Skinner was, and this will never be mentioned again, <laughs> you know, like yeah. under pain of death, you know? <laughs> So it's like, you know, it's not like they didn't, like, retcon it, like, immediately, more or less, right. or, you know, just kind of, you know, wave it away. I don't know, that, that seems kind of weird to me, too, though, like, where it's like, it's like, well, what about the poor guy that got put on the damn train? I don't know. <laughs> like, that, I don't know, that seems kind of funny to me when I was reading it, but I guess maybe I'd have to watch it. Um, but but since we're talking to you, Mike, um, is, there a, is there a point you can pinpoint where you think maybe the, the series jumped the shark? Or is it just something where you want to talk about maybe a point? I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming you never lost interest in the show, but I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe you fell out of it and then fell back into it or something. Nope. Uh, I still faithfully watch it like every Sunday. It's like a tradition with like, you know, my dad will record it and whenever I make it over there, we'll watch it like, you know, some not always like on the Sunday, but, you know, we'll watch it eventually that week. So it's like it's one of the long standing traditions between me and my dad. So, you know, oh, that's cool. I, I, yeah, that I, cool. Will, did, did I, I will. Did I will it for you? He puts out the V chip. like. <laughs> He's like, don't don't listen to this part, Michael. <laughs> no, no. But uh, I would say though, I I actually wrote down um, I, it's season like I've been collecting the season sets like on DVD, and it's season fourteen 
Season 14 has a real, like, long string of really bad to mediocre episodes. So I'd say, for me at least, where it jumped the shark was in season 14, which is kind of like a weird place, I guess. But, I don't know, it just has a really long string of, like, really mediocre and bad episodes. And that seems to also be the point where they, like, started trying to compete with, like, Family Guy and South Park and put a lot of, like, button-pushy things in the episodes and, you know, like more extreme things like I remember there was an episode that like my pissed my dad off a lot because he's very religious and there's a there's an episode where like Homer like buys the church and he like takes a crucifix and he like starts playing it like a guitar and you know even I was like kind of you know that's really like button pushy and you know like I don't like like I don't really don't like that at all you know and that that, that seemed to be the point where like you know they were just like you know we got to be like even edgier than before and I was just kind of like, no, no, just be yourself, you know, just be funny, you know. And, you know, a- after that, like, there were, like, the next few seasons were kind of mediocre, too. And then I think they kind of got back to being level again, like, probably, like, when it hit, like, you know, season, like, 18 to, like, current day. But, yeah, I'd say around season 14 was where they jumped the shark and then tried to, like, get back on track. And, you know, like, I thought the movie was okay, but, like, it wasn't, like, super awesome or anything, yeah. you know? It was it was kind of, like, just mediocre. I did, I did, like Brian said, I did see the movie in the theater. I remember going with a bunch of people because they, you know, obviously they were probably more like you, Mike, where they were, you know, more religious viewers of it. And I just kind of came along for the ride. And I, I still enjoyed it. I mean, but I didn't, I, I probably didn't know any better, you know, like by that mm-hmm. point I hadn't seen Simpsons for a long time and I just kind of was laughing at spider pig. And that was basically, <laughs> you know, my, my thing was like, ah, spider pig, you know, like that was, that was about it for me. You know, so how long ago was the movie out? 2007. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I can remember at the time, like I was working till about two in the morning and I would come home, and, like, I, I had started getting The Simpsons on DVD. So I would come home, and, like, I would eat supper, and I would usually, like, go through a disc each night. And then whenever oh. I would finish a season, I would just run out and buy another season. So I think I ended up watching up to, like, season 10 or 11, and then the movie came out. So I was really psyched for it. And then I saw it, and I was like, well, it was okay, but I don't know. Like, maybe Mike would agree, but it, it seemed like they reused, a, like, a lot of – jokes yeah. and plot points from the episode like any big plot point just kind of like through in the movie but yeah know. and they seem to like rely heavily on the homer gets injured and that's funny like trope i guess like it's it's funny but it seems like they hit that a lot in that movie yeah so so i guess that's that's when we all kind of our, our path with uh with the simpsons and the movies and the TV series and stuff like that. Um, we're just going to move on briefly. I'm not sure how much we have to talk about this. Maybe we do, maybe we don't. But our, our final uh, topic is going to be Simpsons video games. This is great! And all I've done is answer my name! Thrill House! And uh, me, myself, uh, I, I'd say my only experience is playing the Simpsons Arcade. And I just want to use this as an opportunity to promote our companion sidecast, 
that I did with Mike where uh, we did a sidecast where we played through the Simpsons arcade game. And uh, it's a little new style for us uh, where we're doing kind of a picture-in-picture thing with, with two fan holes. And uh, we're both, uh, you know, playing different characters on screen and do, adding a little commentary. And there's some, some VH1 pop-ups here and there. So if you get a chance, uh, you know, either hopefully before or after, I'm not sure when it's going to come out, but it'll be right around the same time as this podcast so if you haven't watched that please check it out but uh for everybody else uh i guess uh, since I guess brian's our brian's gamer, gamer i'll just start with him and, and ask do you have any other experience like playing simpsons video games or anything you want to share with the listeners um no mine's limited to the simpsons arcade game too um it's kind of interesting because i remember like going to arcades as a kid and uh the simpsons arcade game was kind of set up like the x-men one where you had like um you know four four controllers all in one machine. So it was pretty popular just because of that fact. But it's kind of funny walking in, you'd see, you know, the X-Men arcade game set up, and you'd be like, oh, man, this is man, badass. badass. And then you'd and then see, you'd the, see Simpsons the Simpsons, and you'd be like, oh, this is kind of quirky. But um, I don't know. It's a lot of fun to play. And, you know, recently you and Mike have gotten it, and I've gotten it on the PlayStation Network. And it's been kind of fun to play through, you know, again and kind of, go through the levels once more and remember what the game was like. So I enjoy it. It's a good beat-em-up. Yeah, if anybody else wants to go down memory lane with us, like I said, check out the Sidecast and, uh, or, or you know, go ahead and uh, get it yourself on uh, Xbox or the PlayStation Store. So, But um, how, how about you, Justin? Is there, like, I know you're more of a fan of the NES games, and I know there's there are a lot of kind of NES Simpsons games, so did you ever check out any of those? Is there anything else you want to add to what we already said? Yeah, like, I, uh, I've i played the two for NES. Um, like I can remember going over to my cousin's house one day, and he's like, check it out, man, I got the Simpsons on NES. And uh, it was uh, Bart versus the Space Mutants. And we tried our best for years and years to beat that game, and I don't think we ever came close, but we always played it. Um, it's like, I think uh, Simpsons games for NES are they're, they're fun, but they're very infuriating. Like the further you get, um, especially Bart Bartman meets Radioactive Man. Like I used to rent that one from a local video store uh, quite frequently, and I think I got as far as um, there's like some kind of underwater level, and that's as far as I could ever get. Like uh, I would, you know, I rent it on a Friday and have to take it back by Sunday evening or something and. You know, if I made it to the underwater level, I was really lucky, but usually I wasn't that lucky, and I would just, you know, sit there, you know, it was like 2 in the morning on Saturday, and I would just, you know, be cursing the NES, you know, cursing Bart and all his, you know, Bartman powers. And Were like those games, like, attempting to be, like, fairly humorous, or were they more, like, straightforward like, video games? No, they were just, like, straightforward video games. I mean, they would maybe have some kind of, like, jokey stuff or like in jokes like if you knew the game i mean if you knew like the did the tv show really well you'd be like oh that's the bow and alley from the, the the cartoon or something or you might mm-hmm. see barney uh, in the background or something um but no they were they were just mostly kind of straightforward um the only other game i've played is uh simpsons hit and run like i played that for playstation 2 quite a bit okay and it's kind of I guess you'd say it's Grand Theft Auto style, where you're just basically running around, like, doing random missions and, you know, like, kind of like whenever I would play Grand Theft Auto, I would completely disregard the mission and just drive around and, like, cause chaos. So that's usually what I would do with uh, 
Simpsons hit and run, like I would usually just pick Homer and then I would just, you know, drive around trying to run down people and causing chaos. I don't know. I got this image of Homer with like an M16 running around Springfield <laughs> picking up hookers and stuff. But I'm sure that's not what the game was like. No. So what about what about you, Mike? Uh, is there is there any other video games that you've played uh, dealing with The Simpsons? I know you said you had a Game Boy and, and a lot of those kind of um, we call them uh, uh, you know portable gaming systems. Was there any Simpsons games on there that you ever checked out or anything? Or? Um, not really. Uh, I. I as as all of you have said, like I used to play the vid, the arcade game, and obviously you and me, me did the side cast on the arcade game, so that was always like the main thing. Um, a friend of mine had a Bart's Nightmare for Super NES, which was a pretty good Simpsons game, where it was like Bart going through all these like dream sequences, and they were, they were pretty cool. I can't, I don't really remember a lot about it, but like there there was one where like you you you're walking on clouds and stuff, and I don't know, there were a bunch of like weird. Like it was all taking place in like Bart's head, so it was like all this weird surreal stuff that was kind of cool. But I, I remember that one kind of made an impression on me. But um, I think there was a yeah. like an itchy and scratchy video game for the SNES too. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember that as well. Um, I was gonna say there was there was also a, a game uh, called uh, Virtual Springfield for the PC, which was pretty cool. It wasn't a game per se, but it was just the whole town of Springfield, like in a like virtual setting, pretty much. And you could like explore everywhere, and like it had all these like shoutouts and stuff, and uh, like just like reference points, and like you could pretty. It was pretty cool. It was, was like a big. Was it kind of like The Sims, but for for. Simpsons, kind of. Or yeah, yeah, and except you couldn't like alter anything. It was like a giant like museum of Springfield, basically. But I, I always, I had that, and I always thought it was pretty cool. And finally, I think like the last Simpsons game I played was uh, Simpsons Wrestling, which I think was for PlayStation, yeah, the original. Yeah, okay. And it was just basically a Simpsons fighting game, and it was kind of very similar to like Masters of Terrace Cassie, where it was like a pretty piss poor fighting game but it was just cool because it was like you know licensed characters yeah, and yeah. stuff you know so it was like you know you had all like the jaggy simpsons characters like playing and stuff but you know other than that it was just kind of mediocre but yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> did they did did the playstation game have the the real voice actors on it or yeah okay. it did yep that's cool. Like I always, I mean, I know I'm a sucker for fighting games. So even if it was like the stupid Beast Wars one, you know, my friend would always make fun of me because it'd always be Megatron, you know, going, "You'll pay for that. You'll pay for that. You'll pay for that." <laughs> you know, every five minutes. But like, I, I was just happy that it was like David K or whatever. So if it was, you know, uh, uh, all the, you know, uh, you know, Nancy Cartwright or whoever, you know, doing the voice and stuff. Who I actually, you know, this is random, but it's it's not a it's not an important story or anything. But I met her and uh, and she signed a Bart picture for me, um, so that's totally random. But you know, whatever, it's it's cool. I met I met Bart Simpson and it's a girl, you know, or whatever. But yeah, yeah, she was nice. That's nice. Did she try to convert you to Scientology? No, no, she didn't. She just, she just. I think she wrote like a. It was kind of cool. She just wrote like a, a little balloon in the picture where she was like, "Hey, Derek," or whatever, and then she signed the, uh, the, uh, the. You know, I guess it was. You know, it wasn't like a cell or anything, but it was like you know, it was like a. You know, 
uh, a photo still of, you know, Bart or whatever it was. Yeah, that's so, cool, though. You know, I was always into doing stuff like that. And, you know, it, she was one of the nicer ones because, you know, most people, like, you go there and, you know, you're usually, like, you know, out 20 bucks after you get the autograph. But she was just signing everybody's stuff for free. So, like, she was not uh, not one of those people where it's like, I need the money. You know, obviously, I'm sure she gets paid pretty well to, to do Bart Simpson's voice, but it still was, you know, nice that that she wasn't, you know, it wasn't like Billy D. Williams where it's like, you want me to sign the Lando figure, the Lando card, the Lando this, the Lando that, the Lando, that'll be $120 for signing all the Lando stuff, you know, and you're just kind of like, yeah, I guess he's got to make money, but still, it was kind of funny. So, but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, so uh, uh, I guess uh, we, we've kind of handled the video game stuff, so we're just going to roll into uh, a segment that we always like to do every week, which is the awesome thing of the week. And, uh, you know, this is a segment where we just like to mention something that's been awesome in our week. You know, it could be books or movies or comics or TV or video games or what have you. Um, because we're doing a Simpsons kick, I'm just going to do mine real quick. And because we were doing The Simpsons, I actually had never read any Simpsons comic books before. So uh, I decided to check out the Futurama Simpsons infinitely secret crossover crisis um because i like team up stuff and i was like oh they they made a comic where the you know futurama guys met the simpsons and i went oh that's kind of cool so uh you know it was published back in 2002 and i guess it's kind of reminiscent of uh the old like flash crisis of two worlds thing where it's like oh you know barry allen read about jay garrick in a comic book so it's kind of like i guess fry is shipping, you know, all these ancient, you know, polybag, you know, CGC graded slabbed comics, you know, back on the spaceship or whatever. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, this is going to suck. Cause they're going to, you know, they're going to slab them all and this and that, but he's reading old Simpsons comics. And I guess, uh, some characters from a previous episode, which I've never seen, um, they're like brains or something. And they, can you know make anything yeah, the brain yeah yeah they can like make anything happen or whatever so i guess they they zap them into the simpsons comic book and thus you know the crossover ensues and like you know uh, um um bender you know goes to moe's bar and gets in a fight with homer and like you know it's funny stuff where he's like what he's like he's like get off my stool and and and, and bender's like what is your name on it and he's like it is and then like you see under the stool it's like gold plated and it's like homer's stool and he's like i'll be damned it is i'm still not getting off it you know or whatever but like you know just goofy shit like that which is you know i i just thought it was kind of funny and, and a cool idea so that's that's my awesome thing uh i guess there was a sequel but i still haven't found that yet so I'll, you know, I'll keep my eye out for the sequel. Um, but uh, the first one was pretty awesome. If you like team-ups and, and crazy crossover stuff, um, you probably want to check that out, especially if you like Futurama or The Simpsons or both. And uh, so I'll just move it along. Um, Brian, dude, what's your awesome thing this week? Uh, my awesome thing this week is a comic book trade. Uh, I recently picked up Batman the Black Mirror. Um before I'd gotten it, I was kind of just looking for another Batman, you know, book to read that was decent. So I kind of asked you, Derek, on some of your opinions, and you said you thought I might enjoy Black Mirror. Um, so I didn't know much about it besides, you know, just it had good reviews on Amazon and whatever. But I didn't realize it was like Dick Grayson as Batman, you know, or anything like that. 
But um, it turned out to be really good. Um, the writer was Scott Snyder. Um, and it's almost like, I don't want to say like a Dick Grayson year one, but there's there's some feeling of that because, you know, Dick's kind of getting used to being Batman and like all the supporting characters are getting used mm-hmm. to, you know, this new Batman that's in town. Like, um, I know there's a scene where like Commissioner Gordon is like talking to Batman on the roof and he goes to turn off the bat signal. And then when he gets up, he's kind of surprised and, you know, Dick Grayson, Batman's like, are you okay, Commissioner? Something wrong? He's like... Well, no, I'm just getting, you know, used to the fact that you're still standing here. So, um, anyways, it's a good, you know, um, kind of like detective-based story, I would say. Um, I don't want to give away too much of the plot, but it was really interesting, and uh, I don't know. I found a lot, I got a lot of satisfaction out of reading it. Yeah, yeah, that, that was one of my favorite things, like, in the previous podcast, but I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a little it's a little Silence of the Lambsy, you know, if, if people are worried about, you know, I don't know that you'd give it to the kids if they were watching Batman Brave and the Bold, but you know, <laughs> but but it, it it's definitely a, a good storyline and stuff. And I've I've actually enjoyed um, Snyder's work continuing on in the uh, the ongoing Batman title, and he also is writing uh, Swamp Thing, which I'm enjoying as well. So I mean, it seems like a you know pretty good uh, you know writer and book and everything like that. So yeah, <laughs> if you like um, if you like Batman Year One or anything like that, it's kind of a a weird after the fact sequel to that in a weird way, you know, like, you know, there's, there's plenty of cool things. If you like, you know, Barbara Gordon as Oracle or, you know, uh, uh, you know, Batman, you know, as Dick Grayson and things like that, commissioner Gordon characters like that, you, you know, you'd want to check, uh, check out the, the black mirror. Yeah. There, there are a lot of cool tie-ins to year one, but I don't want to say too much without giving it away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, what no. did you think of the art? Like I was pretty impressed. Um, with both artists that worked on it. Yeah, I liked I liked the art. I I enjoy that kind of stuff. Like it, it it's moody and and kind of you know it's a good use of blacks and everything. Like I always usually appreciate stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. So how about you, Justin? You got you got some books. You got some CDs. What's what's up this week? I have two things. No books yet. Maybe next week. No um, books. <laughs> uh, no, we need more books. You know, we're gonna push more books. Uh. I would have read more books, as uh, Mr. McFarlane would have said. Um, the first thing is a TV show I've been watching on DVD. It is Gilligan's Island Season 3. Um, Gilligan's Island is probably one of my favorite 60s sitcoms. Uh, I love Gilligan and all his little stupid you know, screw-ups of keeping them stranded on the island week after week. I think I'm on like the third disc. Um, so far, like my favorite two episodes, the one where they do like a musical version of Hamlet, that one always cracks me up. Like I always liked that one, even as a little kid, just seeing like Gilligan as Hamlet, you know, performing Shakespeare and set the music just cracks me up, and it still does. Yeah, you know what's really sad? I was I was in a rock musical version of Hamlet once. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, carry on. Um, <laughs> My my second favorite episode is, and the concept sounds really idiotic, but it was hilarious. Um, Gilligan is uh, playing bowling with uh, the skipper, and as he's getting ready to release the bowling ball, it gets struck by lightning and is magnetized and is stuck to his hand. And I know that sounds idiotic, but it was just hilarious, like trying to see him like 
get into his hammock at night, and he keeps like flopping in and out, and then his hand drops and hits the skipper in the head. And then <laughs> later in the episode, like they try to reverse it, and instead of reversing it, Gilligan becomes invisible. And then the professor puts like this kind of like iron uh, wrappings around him, and he looks like the mummy. So he's like trying to go to like the uh, Marianne and Ginger to ask them something, but all they see is like the mummy coming towards them. So they like flee in terror. But that that episode had me cracking up like throughout the whole thing. Um, my second uh, awesome thing is uh, I watched the Dark Shadows movie last week. And it was pretty good. Uh, they changed uh, quite a few things, like you know, from the TV show. Like there was a few things where I'm just like, whoa, wow, like that's that's completely different. I don't know if I like that. But overall, like I thought it was actually pretty good. Um, you know, I know I've talked to some other Dark Shadows fans who may not have liked it so much, or you know what. But uh, but I enjoyed it and. The trailers make it look like a comedy. It, it's totally not a comedy. It's more in line with like Beetlejuice or uh, Sleepy Hollow. Like if if you enjoyed those uh, Tim Burton mu- movies, you would probably like Dark Shadows. Hmm, that's interesting. Another case of the the trailer selling a movie completely the wrong audience, I guess, right? Yeah. Okay. So what about you, Mike? What's your your awesome sauce thing for the week? Uh, mine's also a comic book. Uh, it's actually something I've read before, and I actually like recommended it to Brian like a few weeks ago. But uh, like when I recommended it to him, I was kind of like, "Oh, I should probably order that too." And uh, like I, I received in the mail the uh, uh, entire the hardcover, which collects um, the entirety of Dan Slott's uh, run on Mighty Avengers. So uh, it has like uh, I think it was only like just short of twenty issues, but uh, you know it's it's Hank Pym's Mighty Avengers. Uh, I think the hardcover is called Mighty Avengers Dark Reign, and uh, I really like that run. Like I like I said, I like Hank Pym, and like this run seems to be all about like making Hank Pym like you know stand out more and like be back to you know being a major player in the marvel universe and you know what do you call i really love that you are the scientist supreme (laughs) yeah yeah exactly it it is kind of weird like reading it all back to back like how much like you know wanking off to hank pym like slot does in that like like run it's it's just like everything is like you know uh, everyone is like, like he goes to like Adelon and like Karnak like stops Hank Pym and he's like, you know, you know my power is to de- de- uh, detect weakness in anything, you know. And last time I saw you, you were like, oh my God, you were a giant sign like flashing weakness, weakness, weakness. But now you're awesome, you know. And I was like, <laughs> and then Hank Pym's like, thank you, Karnak, you son of a bitch, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I don't know. I, I think during that whole Dark Reign era or at least, you know, listening to us uh, bitch about Bendis all the time, you know, on, on uh, other podcasts. Um, it, it's funny because I think at least those guys, you can kind of look to them, you know, it's like Hank Pym and Hercules and Quicksilver and, you know, Jocasta and characters like that and kind of go, oh, hey, of all the, the crap going on, at least these guys kind of, you know, look like the real Avengers, you know, yeah. like, you know, it's like. So. That that was a really good run. Like I liked his uh, rivalry he had with Reed Richards. Like that was great. 
that was a yeah, that's a great two parter when like uh hey, Reed Richards is like, you know, I don't trust you, you're unstable and like, you know, and Hank Pym's like, Well, you know, you have to give me this invention because, you know, it's based on Pym particles, so like technically I invented this and Reed Richards is like, Well, we both know that I know more about Pym particles than you do. And like, and like everyone's like, oh, and like, like Hank, Hank Pym goes, uh, oh, no. Dr. Richards. And he's like, what Hank? And he's like, it's on bitch. Yeah. Like, oh no, you didn't. Yeah. I love that part. But yeah. So I really love that run. And like, if you, if you like a good, like classic Avengers, like story, pick it up. It's a, it's a good deal. It's like, you know, it's the entire Dan slot run of mighty Avengers and one, like, very sturdy, substantial hardcover. So, cool, nice. So, so high praise, high recommendation. We got two uh, two comic trades. We got Batman Black Mirror and the hardcover for Dan Slott's Mighty Avengers. Uh, we got uh, some insight and recommendation for the Dark Shadows movie from Tim Burton. Uh, Gilligan's Island, if you want to revisit some old nostalgic TV series, and then uh, tie them back into the whole Simpsons-themed podcast, uh, the Futurama Simpsons Infinitely Secret Crossover Crisis comics. So lots of comics this week, uh, you know, a movie and some TV stuff. But uh, if you're into any of that, check it out. We'll put some of it down on the spindle. Um, and so uh, just if you have any comments or questions, uh if, if you know you had some favorite Simpsons episodes that we didn't mention, or favorite characters you think we neglected, and you know you want us to read them on air, or you know maybe you have a different opinion of when the Simpsons show jumped the shark, you know you could send all that stuff to fanholespodcast at gmail dot com, and uh, we're going to keep pumping out uh, you know sidecasts and podcasts, and uh, also you know we're going to try to step up the blogs a little bit more, so give you guys some more written stuff as well. So, you know, please check all those out. And uh, that's going to do it, I guess, for this week. So uh, this is this is Derek, Derek WC, signing off. Hey, this is Brian Breakdown. Hey, it's Mike LeGrill. What the hell is that? <laughs> this is Justin Grimlock, and no one will tell me if I'm a ghost. Brian. Peace. Sorry. Don't. <laughs> Excellent. Really sounds. Mr. Simpson. Mr. Simpson. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. We were talking about chocolate? That was ten minutes ago. <laughs>